This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Montgomery, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. You know, in Proverbs, it says, hope that is prolonged makes the heart sick, but when dreams come true, there is life and joy. That's true, isn't it? And in the scriptures that we just saw, it says, unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. So really, we could look at it this way. Christ is the fulfillment of all our hopes and dreams. And so that's why I call it my message, the fulfillment of hope. And all this month, we've been talking about the, the hope that God gives and the power of that hope. We're going to wrap that up tonight, hopefully a little bit, in this message, the fulfillment of hope. So I want you, if you will, turn in your Bibles, Lamentations 3. You know, we're about to wind down one year as we uh, mark it in the calendar and begin a whole new year. And, you know, for us who are bound by the confines of time and space, you know, it's a pretty important demarcation every year, isn't it? Because we realize that a, a certain portion of our life has gone by, has it not? And we're getting ready to face something new and unknown that we call the future. But, you know, when we understand the fulfillment of hope, we understand the real reason for the season, as it were, for Jesus coming, then we can face our future with confidence and with hope because we know that that hope is not misplaced and that hope will never let us down. We can have confidence. Isn't that right? We don't have to fear it. Here in Lamentations, we're talking about the fulfillment of hope. Verse 21, he says, uh, well, verse 20, he said, I will remember them and my, and my soul is downcast within me, yet this I call to mind. There's something we need to call to mind. Therefore, I have hope. Because of the, of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. Hallelujah. For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, you know, sometimes you got to talk to yourself. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Why don't you say that with me? The Lord is my portion. Hallelujah. It's not a little bitty portion either. It's a overflowing cup overfloweth portion. <laughs> Hallelujah. Therefore, I will wait for him. The Lord is good to those whose hope is in him. Remember what we said about our hope when our hope is in God? Something good is on the way. Something good is about to happen. Amen. I know people look around today and they're like, oh, what are we going to do? This is happening. That's happening. This is happening. That's happening. I want to tell you something. That all may be happening, but something good is on the way to the Braswell household. Something good. You know why? Because my hope is in the Lord. The Lord is good to those who hope, whose hope is in Him, to the one who seeks Him. It is good to wait quietly 
for the salvation of the Lord. So the fulfillment of hope, that means we remember the Lord's great love. And isn't that what Christmas is really about? It is the, the demonstration of the Father God's love for you and I. For God so loved He gave. And He didn't give skimpily. He didn't give His least. He didn't give the second best. He gave what? His very best, didn't He? So tonight, I want you to think about this. The fulfillment of hope. What is our hope placed in? Because of the Lord's goodness. The Lord's great love that He has demonstrated throughout 2016. And you know what? Our expectation is... In 2017, it's going to be the same and even greater. Because in God, we go from faith to, and from glory to, hallelujah. You think it's been good so far? Just wait. God's got better coming. Remember this. We have hope because not only that we remember that God's love never fails, it never fails. It never failed. Yeah, but Pastor Norris, you just don't know what all I've gone through this year. Yeah, but you know what? You're still here. You're still here. He's the glory and the lifter of your head. You lift up your head and you declare to your circumstance, declare to the devil and anybody else, hey, you know what? The Lord is good. His love never fails. And I'm standing as a victor and a conqueror at the end of this year and moving into the next one. Isn't that right? All because of Jesus. He always shows me good. Say that with me. He always shows me good. You know, hope has to do with expectation. We talked about that a lot in this series. Expectation. What is your expectation? You know, some people are surprised by the goodness of God. But you know... If we are believers, if we really know Him, we shouldn't be surprised by His goodness. Now, we may be amazed at how big His goodness is at times, but we should never be amazed that He shows us good. Because He is good. And so there's always goodness. And my hope for 2017, you know what it's based in? A love that never fails and the goodness of God He always intends to show me good. Oh, hallelujah. You say, oh, what's 2017 going to bring? Oh, I wish we had a prophet to prophesy to us. Listen, I'm not a prophet, but let me just prophesy this. It is good. You know what he has for Passion Church? It is good. You know what he has for your life and family? It is good. You don't have to be too much of a prophet to prophesy that because it's right here in plain English, isn't it? The fulfillment of hope. And here's the thing I want us to remember. Turn, if you will, over to Ezekiel 12. You know, as we wrap up this year, we talked about this series of hope. Some of us need to change our expectation. Changing our expectation. Because, you know, this is something I found out. We tend to get what we expect. Don't we? Listen here in Ezekiel 12 verse 21. It said, The word of the Lord came to me, 
Son of man, what is this proverb you have in the land of Israel? And we might could say, in our land too. The days go by and every vision comes to nothing. Come on. Say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I'm going to put an end to this proverb. <laughs> and they will no longer quote it in Israel or at Passion Church or in Montgomery or in the United States. Say to them, the days are near when every vision will be fulfilled. So if you've been one of those who, like those in Israel, were quoting this proverb, well, I know God said this and God said that, and people said that God has given this promise and God has said this about my life, about this country, about our church or our city, but you know... I mean, it's been, you know, it's been 10 years. It's been 15 years. We haven't seen it. Nothing new about that. They were saying that in Israel. You know that there was that same attitude right up to the night that Mary gave birth to a Savior. Come on. Well, I don't know about you, but I want to be one of those who is in the know. I want to be one of those who are present and accounted for when God begins to do something new and fresh. I truly believe that God revealed what he was about to do in the birth of Jesus to those who had a hope and an expectation. So don't be, listen, if you've been one of those that maybe this year in 2016, maybe circumstance, maybe life has hit you, maybe it's been more than one blow, maybe it's been several blows, and you feel like your hope and your dreams are, are, are lost or are very dim, and you begin to say like they said in Israel, it just doesn't look like, I mean, you know, they, they said it so much it became a proverb, you know? And so we need to change our expectation as we head into 2017. And I'm not asking you to change your expectation because of something I'm saying, but I am saying to change your expectation, expectation because of what God has said and is saying and has done and is doing and desires to do in your life, in this city, and in this church. I have an expectation for something good. And I want to encourage you, change your expectation. It's not big enough. It's not large enough. It needs to be bigger. My expectation and my hope should be the same size as the person in whom that hope resides. If it's a hope in man, I understand it being small. Come on. That's not to put any man down. But here, all of us, we're flesh and blood, aren't we? We're fallible. We're limited. But God is unlimited. Unlimited in love. Unlimited in compassion. Unlimited in power and in purpose. And so our hope should reflect that. So change your expectation for 2017. Stop believing for a nickel and maybe move up to a dollar. You know what I mean? Maybe move from a dollar, move up to a hundred dollar. I'm talking about, you know, I'm just using this as an analogy. But use up something big. 
Maybe this is the you, you should begin to, to hope and expect for God to bring healing in your body. To bring healing in your relationships, in your family. To see your whole family saved in 2017. To see this city have an outpouring of the Spirit of God upon it. This church to fulfill all the words and prophecies God spoken over. This is the year. Change your expectation. You know the reason we can do it is why? Because Jesus came. Jesus lived. Jesus died. Jesus arose. Jesus ascended. Jesus sent the Holy Spirit. Jesus gave us promises. Change your expectations. Don't let it be a proverb anymore in your life. God says this is what God said. And I, I believe he's saying it to us who are here. Say to them. So I'm saying to you. The days are near when every vision will be fulfilled. Will be fulfilled. Mm. Turn over, if you will, real quickly, Zechariah. We're talking about the fulfillment of hope. The fulfillment of hope. Zechariah 9. God wants you to know that for 2017, He has a double portion for you. The scripture there says, return to your fortress, you prisoners of hope, even now. When is now? Now. Now is always when. Even now I announce to you that I will what? Restore twice as much to you. A double portion of hope for 2017. Whether it's for your family, whether it's for your ministry, whether it's for this city, whether it's for prayers that you prayed uh, for this nation. God says in 2017, it's going to be a double portion year for those who will not let go of their confidence and their hope in God. Can you dare in 2017? To strengthen your hope. We talked about that. Strengthening your hope. Focusing on Jesus. Focusing on God. Focusing on His Word. Focusing on His promise. Focusing on His goodness and His power. You focus upon it. It strengthens hope. And we, we become like Abraham who against all hope believed in hope anyway. Why? Because his hope was in God. Think about all you've been praying, all you've been believing. And now God says, I'm not only going to do that. He says, I'm going to do twice as much. Twice as much. But here's the thing. We can't be in that group that says, yeah, I've heard all this before. You know what? It's going to just pass you right by. Not because God has favorites, but because what? You're, you're not ready to do it. I read over there where Jesus, one time he was coming back into Jerusalem. And he was up on the Mount of Olives, Olives and he was looking down on Jerusalem and he began to weep. And he said, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. He said, how often 
I would have gathered you under my wings like a, a hen does her chicks. But you would not. And he goes on to say, he said, you have missed the hour of your visitation. You know the reason there weren't more people at the birth of Jesus or following the birth of Jesus is because there weren't many that had any expectation anymore. They had given up their hope in looking for Jesus, expecting the Messiah to come. Listen, don't, remember we said this, don't let circumstance speak louder than the voice of God. Remember we said hope and hopelessness both are attached to a voice. Hopelessness is attached to the voice of your circumstance, of the doubters. Hope is attached to the voice of the Spirit of God and the Word of God. So in 2017, if you want to receive your double portion, make sure your focus is properly placed. A double portion... It's what God has in mind for us. It's what God has in mind for you. A double portion. Tonight, we're going to continue by doing uh, our family communion. And really, this is, is kind of part of my message as well. I want you to, if you, if you have your Bibles, turn to Romans 8. I'm going to read there. and We're going to have family communion here together in just a moment. Now, we know... As believers, when we take these elements, we hold them in our hand, the, the bread and the cup, it represents the broken body and the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you know, Jesus came for a purpose. And, he, and, and John, the Apostle John, revealed to us clearly that purpose. He said, for this purpose... Was the Son of God manifest that He might what? Destroy all the works of the devil. I'm so glad He put all in there. That means all the works of the devil that's been brought against your life in 2016. And all the works that may be brought against your life in 2017. You already have been given victory. Are you listening? You already have been given victory. It's yours. Now I want to read you something. In Romans 8, listen to this. What shall we, shall we say in response to this? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son. Isn't that what we're talking about tonight? Christmas, He did not spare His only begotten Son. He who did not spare His own Son, but gave Him up for us all, how will He not also along with Him graciously give us all things? Tonight as we prepare to receive of the Lord's table, the bread and the cup, let us remember If God be for us, doesn't matter who's against us, does it? Doesn't matter how hopeless a situation may look. 
doesn't matter how daunting the new year may look. When we remember this, that God so loved that He gave His Son a sacrifice for you and I. And He said, if God loved us that much, how much more will He not what? Give us all things. This communion cup and bread, you know, it represents God's love for us. It's an unfailing love. It will not fail you in 2017. God will not fail you. His forgiveness is there. His mercy is there. His healing is there. His salvation is there. His provision is there. His hope is there. All the promises of God are yes and amen. They are there. What confidence we have because of the broken body and the shed blood of Jesus. The scriptures tell us that on the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread, he broke it, he passed it to his disciples, and he said, This is my body, which is broken for you. It was broken for you, it was broken for me. And the scriptures say that by his stripes we are healed. If you have any kind of sickness in your body, any pain in your body tonight, we're going to pray over this bread and we're going to receive it by faith. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to receive the healing grace of God for your body. For by grace are you healed through faith, not of works, lest any man should boast. It's not by works. It's by believing. It's by receiving. Father, thank you for the broken body of Jesus. The stripes, the thorns, the spikes. Lord, all the stripes upon Jesus so that I might be healed, so that I may be free of any sickness and disease. Right now, Father, as we partake of this bread, we by faith partake of the body of Christ and receive healing in our bodies and deliverance from all sickness. In Jesus' name, let's eat together. Scriptures go on to say that Jesus also, he took the cup. He said this cup represents the new covenant, the new testament, my blood that was shed for the remission of sins. You know, I'm so glad that the scripture says that when God forgave us, that he removed our sins as far as the east is from the west. You know, it's the only two directions that never overlap. No matter how far east you go, you keep going east. You never run into west, do you? He said that he's forgotten. Now listen, 
We're getting ready to enter into a new year. Listen, some of you, you need to just let go of the condemnation. Just let go of the guilt. Let go of the failures of 2016. And just when we take this cup, listen, let the blood of Jesus come between you and all your failures in 2016. Nothing but the blood. Nothing but the blood. See nothing but the blood. Father, thank you for the precious blood of Jesus. That blood that has redeemed us from the hand of the enemy, redeemed us from the second death, redeemed us from hell, redeemed us from the authority of the enemy, and has translated us into the family of God. We belong to you. Our sins are forgiven. We stand before you justified. We stand before you, O God, free with a clear conscience and with a great expectation for 2017. Father, as we drink this cup, may it be by faith the blood of Jesus coursing through our veins, coursing through our being. Lord, may we leave this place walking in the light of the power of the blood of Jesus. Let's drink together. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you so loved us, the world, that you gave your only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but should have everlasting life. Thank you, Lord. As we think about this Christmas season, Lord, as we think about the fulfillment of hope, I thank you, Lord, that you're, you said that it is Christ living in us, the hope of glory. We have that hope as an anchor as we enter 2017. We have that hope as a confidence, as a boldness to give us courage, O oh God, as we enter 2017. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We're going to enter the new year, Lord, with renewed hope and confidence because of Jesus, because of your Son. Thank you, Lord. I want to read you a couple of scriptures here. This is for all of us. Out of Isaiah 43, he says, Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. Or as I like to say, let the past be past at last. Under the blood. Under the blood. Don't dwell on the past. Remember what we said? Hope's about looking ahead. You can't look back and have hope. You got to look ahead. Remember? You got a big windshield in your car and a small rear view mirror. There's a reason for that. Glance at the past, focus on the future. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. A new thing, Passion Church. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? 
I'm making a way in the desert. You say, oh, it's so, been so dry. He's going to make a way in your desert. <laughs> Hallelujah. Not only can he split a sea and make it dry land, he can bring up water in a dry land. Hallelujah. He said, I'm making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. Streams in the wasteland. 2017 it's coming around the corner isn't it but because of Jesus because a babe was born of a virgin Christ the Lord listen we can leave this place we can go enjoy our time with our family and our friends but we can do it with a confidence with a, with a hope that no matter what comes our way, we have the victory. We're more than conquerors. We're more than overcomers. And I want to encourage you. Listen, you take some time over this season. And you begin to set your focus anew for your future, for your family. And this is your church for your church. You begin to set your focus there. And you let 2016 fade in the background. No matter, what, no matter how good it's been, no matter how bad it's been, you let it fade in the background. And you say, you know what? 2016 was good, but 2017, double hope. A double measure. Say that with me. A double measure in 2017. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.